Hey all, RJ here. Just a few things before we get started in this week's episode. Uh, first, a reminder that these first four episodes are the prelude to our first main campaign. We're doing this to help us learn how to play D&D 5th edition, so this story uses a pre-made dungeon and different characters than the main campaign will. Uh, a link to the dungeon can be found in the episode description if you'd like to check it out yourself. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you make a post about the show, don't forget to include the hashtag RealmsNerds, all one word, RealmsNerds. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes as they're released. If you listen through iTunes and can leave a review, we'd also really appreciate it. Also, don't forget to share the show with people you think would like our show, uh, as it is one of the best ways to grow our listener audience. Thank you again to our friend Kyle for composing the main theme to our podcast. We really appreciate it. And once again, thank you for listening. We really appreciate you. And once again, we shall go into the realm of the burial mound of Gilead, Wolf Clan. Previously on Realms of Nerds, The Return of Ornon. Way back when, Gilead Wolf Clan filled this town with evil spirits. His entire clan banded together and killed Gillian and all of his cultish followers, sealing them in a mound outside of town. Recently, however, there have been noises coming from inside of the mound. There is a dark elf in this burrow. I used to rule these lands, but when he moved in with his accursed sorcerer, he demoted me. If you will aid me in my quest to kill this elf, then I believe that we can go our separate ways in peace. Behind that door is Skazik and his evil witch doctor. Are you ready, adventurers? bonfire was that you had the battle in and like I said you kind of came through a metal door and you're in sort of an antechamber room with another metal door at the end and you've all kind of readied up and you're right here at the door with your new goblin boss friend Hogor. He grabs the handle of this door and pushes and swings the door open and you all kind of just pile through the doorway into this room. You know, he's kind of uh, made this guy out to be quite the warrior. So what you see is not what you expected. This room has been recently converted into what can only be described as like a gentleman's study. There's a fireplace over in the corner uh, all of the walls have bookshelves that are about halfway covered with books, and there's more kind of stacks of books all around, makes it look like the shelves are currently being filled. A couple of armchairs. Uh, it's a fairly large room. It's about 40 feet uh, across. So one of my character's attributes or whatever is, first thing I notice every time I enter a room is the valuables. What is valuable in this room? 
Well, the, I mean, the books themselves have uh, some value to them. You notice quite a few old tomes in there that would have significant value to the right buyer. Other than that, there's not really a lot that's... Everything is very well made, all of the items mm. you're seeing, but nothing particularly valuable nothing as far as you... or anything? As far as what you can see, this is... Josh, I mean, he's probably checking for golden candelabras and... Well, just whatever. He notices the most valuable things in the room. Right. At this point, <laughs> this is very much still... You can tell that this room is still being put together. Mm-hmm. So it has the appearance of something that will become very nice, but at this point is still under construction. So a lot of those little valuable trinkets are not really laying around the room at this point. All right, well, he's still eyeing those books, and he's making sure he's got some space in his uh, pouch in case he gets a chance to nab them. Okay. So what you do notice, like I said, um, over kind of on the far side of the room is a fireplace, and there's a couple of these sort of stuffed chairs in front of it, and there's a figure that is sitting in one of the chairs who's very tall. You can actually, even though these are fairly large chairs, his head and shoulders stick quite a bit above the edge of the chair. And then there is a hunched figure that's leaning over a cauldron that sits in the uh, fireplace. So what do you... Double-double-toil and trouble. I was actually thinking of... Sorry, do you want to be the DM and do my NPC character voices, or (laughs) would you like to be your fucking character? About how big would you say this room is, Harrison? He said about 40 feet across. That was actually Josh and me imitating the witch doctor. (laughs) Yeah, about about 40 feet across. This is um, definitely a large room. Not particularly tall, probably about 10 feet for the ceilings, but it's a fairly large space. Could I uh, roll an insight check on the two figures? Sure, go ahead. Uh, 21. So, you can name them. (laughs) (laughs) That's Bob. (laughs) So you can tell that the figure hunched over the cauldron is a goblin witch doctor. And because you are an elf yourself, you can tell that the figure that is seated in the chair, even though he has his back to you, is a drow. One of the dark elves. Mm, They're typically shorter. Well, not this one. So this is the Shaquille right. O'Neal of the house. <laughs> so is it is it safe to assume that at this point that Lelia can assume that this is indeed the drow elf we're looking for and it's witch doctor? I, is that what she assumes? I assume so. Okay. So you guys have all come busting through the door. Both figures over there have heard you. The witch doctor by the uh, cauldron has sort of startled and looked up at you. The figure sitting in the chair is slowly standing up, but he does not seem nearly as concerned. Uh, so are you guys... there? Are you going to advance farther into the room? Do you want to stay by the door? Are there stacks of books just kind of in this room sporadically, or are they all near the fireplace? There's kind of different bookshelves that dot all around the outside of the... like the outside walls of the room, and so they are either on the bookshelves or kind of stacked near the bookshelves that go around the room. All right. Is there a pile near us, near the door, that, say, if we got to a uh, spat with these guys, I could possibly get behind? Or perhaps... I'm kind of low on HP, I'm trying to look out for myself before we get to battle here. So there is not really stacks of books that are that big on the ground, and actually there is no furniture. The only... There's a couple of rugs Mm. on the ground, but the only actual furniture that's in the room right now is the two chairs that are uh, over by the fireplace. Tricaris leans over to Holgor and says, Hey... Who the fuck is that? 
That's the man that we're here to kill! Well, what are we waiting for, then? Dracarys draws a hand axe, and I believe the range is 30 feet, and he's going to roll to throw an axe. Okay. 20 feet in your range. 20 feet? Is he less than 20 feet away, or is he over 20 feet away? He is about 40 feet away. So I walk 30, since my speed is 30, so I'm 10 feet away from him. Okay. So you are, like, you've got your axe, you are ready to attack. Before you make your throw, he says, Oh, Hogor, I see you've found some new friends. Tell me, what has my lowly captain been telling you? I would like to perform a stealth check to try and slip into the shadows of the room to not be noticed in case of the attack beginning. Okay. He has told us that you've taken over the Goblin Kingdom. Yeah, he's doing that. He's doing this while uh, well, conversation ensues. Conversation, yeah, ensues. Okay, so as not to be noticed. I'm actually going to do the same thing, just in the opposite so, direction from him. Thirteen. Uh, eighteen. Okay, Joshimi, you are hidden. You kind of moved to the side. You're a little bit hidden just because you're standing still. <laughs> and also um, real short. Do- Doran, <laughs> you kind of get more into the shadows and you're looking... You're fairly hidden as far as the way things look right now. Josh, I mean, the reason that you're more so hidden is just because this guy does not seem particularly interested in you. Like, he, it doesn't... As far as you can tell, it doesn't look like he is watching what <laughs> you're, you're doing. You're not a threat. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's a cute dwarf. So... <laughs> not quite urban camouflage version of Sherlock Holmes yet. <laughs> so what you're saying is he sees me just kind of take this long step to time <laughs> right into the shadows. <laughs> So, so this elf, uh, who is indeed Skazik, says... Oh, I thought you were going to say Scottish. <laughs> I hadn't finished addressing him. Holgor has told us that you rule the goblins with a mighty fist and that you intend great evil on the land. What is your truth? Speak quickly. I'm going to roll a charisma check. Roll an intimidation check. Okay. Uh, 14. Yeah, no. Skazik is charismatic as fuck. That does nothing. <laughs> Well, it is true that I do rule the goblins with an iron fist, but don't they need an iron fist? No, I have no intentions of great evil on the land. I merely intend to establish this as a base of operations. My old friend Hogor did not take kindly to being demoted and apparently has rallied you with some twisted version of the truth to come and try and topple my reign. So should we kill him instead? Oh, do as you will. You can leave, you can kill him. Whatever suits you best, I just merely need you gone. Um, can the rest of us hear this all this, this whole conversation? Yeah, I mean, he's you're all in the same room, so... All right, all right cool, cool, cool. He's, so, I think uh, he's asking about the projection of his voice. Yeah, I don't know if you're like... Because he's <laughs> very close. He's ten feet. Well, no, didn't he start speaking before he could really get a move past getting his axes out? So we're still. But he's of... he's still ten feet away. I mean, around. Oh, so 10 he feet did away. move up. Yes. Okay. It was like as he was readying for his throw. Basically, <laughs> you can almost kind of imagine Skazik like putting a hand up and saying, "Hold on a second. But the, I mean, this room is like I said, the middle of the room is fairly empty. So there's, it's not like it's dampening the sound. You can all hear what's going on. Okay. In this conversation. Dracaris, no! I know these dark elves. We can't trust them. Oh, please. There's no need to trust me or not trust me. I have no business with you. Just leave. I'll place my trust on the basis of one thing. 
What do you know about the Gophers? Indeed. We are summoned here on a threat. We were sent on this quest by a dwarf named O'Tooley. We don't know if you are part of this quest, but I was wondering if you could point us in the right direction. This is just a side quest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have this quest. Because <laughs> we were told that there is a great evil in this land. Oh, assuredly there is a great evil in this land. It is below us. However, I don't think that I can let you go down there. You know, it's very dangerous for adventurers such as yourself. Can I try sneaking around the room as they're talking, like, try to get a little right. Yeah, you can, you're, I mean, you're already in stealth, so you I'm can just kind of start sure. trying to do that. Start circling I, I'd assume we were kind of moving in. Well, you didn't say that, oh. so... I mean, I punched my way through the door. <laughs> I'm not exactly afraid of combat. So we've got Doran sneaking one way, and I guess Josh, I mean, kind of blew his cover, because he started talking to Skazik, so at this point, his stealth role was meaningless. So... To answer uh, the question from Jacaris, well, I am sure that you could handle the challenges below, assuredly, but um, I don't want you to. You see, I have designs for the spirit that resides within this mound, and frankly, I don't want you to spoil the fun. However, if you would uh, like to give up your current quest and pledge yourself to my employ, I'm sure that I could make it very lucrative for you. You're convincing me I should kill you. I would, uh, strongly caution against that. How much you offering? My job is to protect well, these sacred lands of my people. If your dark magic is here, then it must be stopped. To answer your question, Fair Dwarf, my friend here has a considerable amount of coinage in that chest he has conveniently placed next to him. As he says that, if you as you look closer, you do in fact see that uh, next to the fireplace, there's a small wooden chest that uh, has some sort of alchemist materials piled on top of it. At the next convenient moment, whenever someone else picks up conversation with them, I'd like to re-roll stealth to try and get back into the shadows and move in closer to. Well, the, you can roll that, that now. Out of it. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know that, but like so just, for for narrative reasons, right? Yeah, you know, so I was just, the last one to talk to him, so it's like he's looking at. Yeah, me so go likely. go ahead and go ahead and do your roll though. Right. Eight nothing miss in front of him. Well, that's a critical fail. <laughs> okay. You were going to try that, and you actually trip over one of the book stacks and kind of knock it over. You are and the... so you are now kind of the center of attention. Can I then actually. make a sleight of hand and try and slip one of the books <laughs> into my bag? But <laughs> going away on the go, go ahead. That's a 14. Okay, I think the distance you're at, you can get a book in your right, bag. Cool. How close am I getting at this point? I'm slipping around okay. the right side of the room towards So the you room. are on the right side. So you are... As they, they've been talking for a little bit now, so I'd say you're probably about 25 feet away. How far apart is the Witch Doctor from Skazik? Right now, they're, uh, they're actually pretty close. Are they close to the Cauldron at the moment? Yeah, so they're, I mean, the Witch Doctor is still kind of, he actually, um, hasn't really left. He's still right next to his Cauldron, and, uh, Skazik is standing by his chair. He's kind of stood up, but he's still right next to the chair. So, now as you've been talking, it appears that uh, Skazik has grown a little bit impatient. He goes, well, either way, I do need a decision from you. I am very busy. Am I still, like, back at the back of the room where it's 40 feet away? Yeah, basically. 
Damn. I'd like to move within to about 20 feet away from the witch doctor, and um, I'm getting a dart ready. So as you creep within 20 feet of this area, the witch doctor actually spins to you, and you see him kind of stick his arm out, and a wand comes out of the sleeve of his robe, and he blasts a magic missile over the top of your head, and it just kind of explodes into the wall. And so we are rolling initiative. Who else involved in combat? Just the Witch Doctor and Skazik? Or is Hogar also oh, involved? That sucks. I mean, Hogar is involved as well, because he has a vested interest in killing all of these guys. Okay, and, I just didn't know which side he would be. And I assume the rest of you are also uh, jumping in on this. For careful to four. Four, what did you have? Five? Eight? You had an eight? Twelve. Nine. So right as the magic missile sails over Doran's head, Skazik turns and... It looks like he's reaching his arm into the edge of the chair. And as he pulls up, you realize that he actually had a sword concealed within the edge of the chair, which he pulls out. Is this a one-hand sword, a two-hand sword? This is a one-handed sword. He pulls this sword, but before he attacks, he turns to Dracaris and uh, looks at you and he says, Friend, you know that you want to join me. And with that, he actually casts Charm Person. So you're going to need to make a Wisdom Saving Throw. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Two. <laughs> oh, God. Actually beats it. Which is actually a one, considering my Wisdom is a minus one. Well, this adventure's going to end pretty fast. <laughs> All right, so with the Charm Person. Um, immediately. What's your health at, buddy? God damn, is there any way to uncharm a person besides killing the person who charmed him? If the failing failing save throws, the creature is charmed by you until the spell ends or until you or your companions do anything harmful to it. The charmed creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. So wait, if any harm is done to me, I'm pulled out of it? If me or my companions... Okay. Do damage to you. Does the witch doctor know that I have been charmed? Well, I mean, he is standing right there, so it's probably a good bet. But, I mean, I guess we don't know that for sure. My initiative was four. Y'all got one turn. <laughs> so, so like like I said, so Skazik reaches out and he says that to you, so that, and then casts charm person. So what do you say? You make a very good argument. Next up is Hogor. Oh, that's right. We have our buddy I forgot about. Hogor is going to uh, charge towards Skazik, and he yells, and about halfway there, about 20 feet, um, he's going to actually launch a javelin at Skazik. So he throws his javelin, and um, Skazik actually sees it coming and swings and knocks it to the side with his sword. And so it just kind of flies harmlessly past him and hits the wall. So next up, we have the Witch Doctor up next. All the bad guys go first. Yeah, Yeah, y'all threw real bad. He's going to turn to Doran, and he's going to cast Cause Fear. <laughs> You're about to of, piss your oh, pants. Fuck me. Let me guess it's a charisma saving throw, which I have minus it is, one yes. on. Come on, 20. If there was ever a time I needed a 20. Uh, 16. Not going to do oh, it. Damn it. Fuck. 
with cause fear, you awaken the sense of mortality in one creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become frightened of you until the spell ends. The frightened target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. So you're frightened of the witch doctor, basically. Alright. So you're going to try and avoid him if you can. Alright. Just the witch doctor, though. Right. Okay. So next up is Joshimi. Joshimi says to Scottish, whatever his name was, Skazix. Skazix. He says, "You have uh, you have a pretty enticing, tempting offer, and I think I'll take you up on the gold. However, I also want what's in the trove below. So fuck you. I'm gonna kill you." And he takes out both of his daggers and he's gonna throw both of them at Skazix. Did he walk okay. towards him at all? Oh, yes. He, he's, while he's saying that, he walks forward the uh, 25 feet he can move. All right. So, first one is seven. So, that's not going to do it. And then the second one is uh, 11. That is not going to do it either. I talk a pretty tough game, but when it comes down to it, I found that I'm not very good. I love you. So, both of your, uh, both of your daggers just kind of sail past him. Next is Doran. Okay, I'm about twenty five or twenty feet away from him. First, I'm going to throw a dart at Skazix. That's a twenty one. That is going to hit. Good. Some of us can throw things accurately. Ooh. And I hit him for five. Five points of damage. All right. Yep, five piercing damage. And then I'm going to take my movement and move fifteen feet back away from him. Okay. Oh, and I have to do a saving roll to not be afraid of what's his face anymore. That's a nine. That's not going to do it. So, uh, next up is Lalelia. So, Lalelia is going to cast her second spell, and she's going to cast Guiding Bolt, which is a flash of light that streaks towards the creature. Of your choice, I'm going to pick Skazik. Okay. Uh, And if it hits, it does 4d6 radiant damage. Thirteen. Thirteen against... That is not going to hit. Got some beefy boys here. <laughs> some beefy boys. Yeah. So how does that look to us? you got to paint this picture for us. So, okay. Well... She fucks up bad. She missed. She shot her shot and uh, didn't go so well. Well, that was a happening thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, now we have Dracaris is up. Dracaris is going to pull out one of his hand axes. And I guess... He's going to swing at the closest enemy, or the closest person he sees as an enemy, which would probably be, isn't that Lolilia? I think Doran. Didn't Doran sneak behind? He Doran is on the right side of the room. Way. Um, he moved 15 feet back. Oh, oh I'm 20, still the 40 feet. 25 feet forward. Oh, you're yeah. still the 40 feet? So I, yeah. So I think Josh and me is probably the closest to you. All right. Oh, that's right, because I moved up 25 feet to throw them daggers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hogor is pretty close to you as well, so they're okay. probably about the same distance. So, so he's gonna throw a hand axe at Hogor. At Hogor, okay. Twelve. Doesn't roll to be able to do just the attack bonus? At twelve so is not gonna your do it. Dexterity plus your proficiency. If you're proficient with the weapon. Oh, so uh, right. you you throw at him and it just uh, bounces off of his chain mail, and uh, you do not do damage to him. We're back up to the top of the order, which is Skazik. 
He's going to move forward a little ways, about 10 feet, and then he is going to reach onto his back and pull out a hand crossbow and try to fire off a bolt at Lalelia. That is 11. It does not hit. Okay. So he's actually right at the edge of his effective range, so I think his shot just kind of goes wide because, you know, shooting a one-handed crossbow is a little bit difficult at that kind of a range. So next up we have Hogor, and I think that he is actually just going to ignore the axe that went at him because he is just blinded by rage for Skazik. So he's actually going to continue running and pull out his scimitar and take a swing at Skazik and just totally misses. So the witch doctor sees Hogor on kind of this blind path towards Skazik. So in an uh, effort to protect Skazik, uh, the witch doctor is going to shoot off a magic missile at Hogor. However, a consequence of that, because everyone is so close, Jerkaris, you are also going to have to be potentially in that. So that's a 10. Not going to hit Hogor. Is a 10 going to hit on Jerkaris? No. Okay. <laughs> So his missile just kind of flies on past there. So then we are to Joshimi. Well, I moved up 25 feet, and then Skazik's moved in 10 feet. If he was 40 feet away, that would be 15. Oh, so he's only 5 feet in front of me. Well, off to the right a little bit. Still, I'm going to now engage him with my uh, two short swords. All right. Nat 20, plus 5, 25. All right, yeah, that is going to hit. Cool. So, 12. 12 points of damage on Skazik. All right. So with my second attack, 14. That actually does not hit. Oh, well. However, your initial swing is enough. What happens is as you come running in, because of his height, he's not prepared for someone coming at him so close (laughs) to the ground. And he actually swings right over the top of your head, leaving himself fully exposed. And you just bury your sword into his stomach and he drops. He's done, though? He's yeah. dead? He's done. Skazikus? Skazik wow. is down. <laughs> Which means I'm no longer charmed. At that point, Dracaris is uh, sort of really... Actually, can you throw me uh, like an athletics check? Absolutely. 19. As the spell kind of goes off, you sort of have like a... You feel almost a wave rush over you, and it almost... It staggers you, but you still stay on your feet. And then Steroids! You- and at this point you realize um what has happened to you and how you've been charmed next up we have doran all right well i'm still scared of this douchebag so i'm gonna ready the dodge action which is um if he like attacks if i have to make a saving throw or if he has to go against my ac he has disadvantage against my AC, and I have advantage against a saving throw. And I'm also now going to roll to see if I'm no longer scared of him. Fuck me, seven. Yeah, that is uh, not going to do it. Quivering in my boots. So basically, you, you cannot do anything this turn? He did something. He readied an action. Sort of cowering in the corner, essentially. He's ready to run if he needs to. Yeah, I'm to move out of the way. <laughs> so next up is Lelalia. Lelalia's gonna pull out her light crossbow and is gonna shoot a bolt right at that there witch doctor. Alright. So, 15. 
this crossbow bolt comes flying in, and the witch doctor is actually holding out her hand like she's about to cast a spell, and takes the crossbow bolt right into the arm, right right through the forearm. So go ahead and roll damage. 11 piercing. 11 piercing. Wow. Be witch doctor like now you, you understand. But then That's I took a strong... arrow to the arm. Must have hit an artery. <laughs> so this, uh, <laughs> this, this wound is very bloody, and there's quite a bit of uh, blood spilling out of this. This is not Yeah, that I knew I shouldn't have been on blood thinners. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dracaris, you are up next. Yeah, Dracaris is going to approach the witch doctor and pull out his two-handed axe, his extra big one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go for the head chop. All right. And he rolls a three. Yeah, uh, a three is not gonna do it. <laughs> so we'll just say that you uh, you swung too high. You were a little too overze- overzealous on the head chop. Too tall, dude. <laughs> Dracaris only aims at people his height. <laughs> That's not a lot of people. <laughs> Next up is Hogor and. He is going to go ahead and take a run at the witch doctor and swing with his scimitar. So he hits on the witch doctor. He finishes off the job that Dracaris couldn't quite do and just lops that good old head clean off. And as he does so, he just roars, I have bested them! Alright, cool. Uh, I'm going to go grab the gold now. Can I roll a perception check to see if I actually recognize Hogor or if I continue combat? If, if you recognize Hogor? Yeah. I did just come Alzheimer's out of charm. or something? I did just come <laughs> out of charm person. Okay, so yeah, go. I, sure, go ahead and roll. That's a uh, 13. Okay, yeah, I mean, he, he's definitely Hogor. You you know what's up. Your dementia didn't kick in. <laughs> oh, wait, time. nope. That's a 10. <laughs> Uh, with a ten, I think you still know this is. <laughs> oh, wait. oh no, you're still Ogar. Okay, it's all good. I did. I did draw my axe though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right. Uh, I recover my axe. Can we forage any like extra bolts? So, well, or... actually, wasn't it? So as uh, Joshimi goes for the chest, Hogor is actually going to hold his sword. In between you and the chest. Hold there! Whoa, 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 Nobody gets between me and my gold. This is my gold! Skazik stole it from me! I'll fight you for it. And he takes a swing at you. So... Dumbass. I'm not helping. That's uh, a nine versus AC. Not gonna do it. Not gonna happen? Not gonna happen. Alright, so he he misses his swing. What are you doing? I am going to swing at him with both of my short swords. Okay. Alright, let's do this. 18. That one is gonna hit. Alright, and I 1d6 plus 3. 6 damage. Okay. On the second swing. 22. Uh, That is also gonna hit. Alright, 4. 4 damage. Okay. Just like that, you have also killed off Hogor. He drops to the ground. <laughs> like I said, nobody gets between me and my gold. 
Angry Dross, am I right? Well done, but unfortunately, we have to figure out where we're going now. Well, he said it was underneath, so we go down, obviously. So, inside of the chest is 110 silver pieces and 54 gold pieces, so... Oh, and they're all mine, by the way. Is Joshimi going to try to steal all of those, or... Try. He just takes it all. He killed everyone. I'm going to roll an intimidation check to make him sure. And that is a 21. How do I fight an intimidation check? You roll your charisma. You better surrender your gold. What'd you get? And distribute. 21. I'm not even going to roll my charisma's minus one. Even, <laughs> even a 21 take you down. <laughs> Who's quivering their boots now? I'll fight you for it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like I can't. somebody I, lo- I, lo- I lost a charisma intimidation, so... No way I'm going to challenge him again. Distribute that okay, While these us. idiots are fighting over gold, can I do a perception check around the room see if there's a way to go down where we're supposed Thank to be you. going? A way to continue. Yeah, uh, to continue. Sure, go ahead. Because uh, no. there's any doors or anything. I got a four. Um, there's books in the room. Okay. <laughs> and then can I, uh, I, if I intend to steal something from him, can I do a sleight of hand check? From who? On uh, the dead uh, drow elf, whatever his name was. I think if he's dead, you can just search him. I want to search this dude. Okay. You've got, um, on this guy, he has a hand crossbow. Okay. So if you want to scavenge that off of him, then you could carry a second crossbow with you, which you would still have to, obviously, take turns to, you know, reload your crossbows. But then you would have a second crossbow you could use in different situations. So the stats on that are 1d6 piercing and has a range of 30 feet accurately and then 120 feet after that. I don't even know if I want that. Well, I mean, you can always get rid of it later, too. While he's debating on that, I would like to both roll a sleight of hand to see if I can get away with half of the gold and then distribute the other half between the other three members of the party. And then I'd also like to search Hogor's body. The answer to the first question is no. Because you lost a charisma check. Alright, I I still want to search Hogor. You want to search Hogor? Yes. And I'd like you to... said something about a sword, and I want that sword if it's what I think it is. It's a long sword. I know. I'm proficient and, in long swords. He, has a, he has a scimitar. A scimitar? Oh. And I'd like to search the witch doctor for a while if he has any ideas. I don't get two shits about witch doctor. You okay. Do not never well, I can tell you, the witch doctor does not really have anything <laughs> of interest. I mean, she had a wand, if you really want to take her wand. Not so much. Otherwise, there was just various alchemy potions and things. Did anyone, that, did anyone already claim the Dark Elf's sword? Guy here. Oh. No, he was still looking at Hogar's sword, the symbol. Wait, can I actually look at, can I I was, look at the... While I was over there, can I look at his Because I'm proficient too? with those sorts of weapons, and short pro- swords can be thrown, right. can't they? That's a long sword, I'm pretty sure. No, um, the the draw, he was definitely carrying a short sword. If he's got a short sword, you can have it. I've already got two. It's a long sword. He has a a short sword. And those can be thrown, yes? I don't think you can throw short. You can throw daggers, but not short swords, I don't think. No, you can't. But it does fall under my proficiencies. If you want something throwable... I already have two axes that I can throw. You could could always go after Hogar's uh, javelin. I am going after his javelin. Just one? He only had one javelin. Alright. So I will add that so I have a total of five. Oh, scimitar is a martial melee weapon. That's not something I'm proficient in. Are you proficient in martial weapons? Yes. 
I'll trade you the scimitar that he's got for that javelin, because I can't use the scimitar. If I can use the javelin, it's a light weapon, or a simple melee weapon. Are you saying this as Rick or as Yashmi? <coughs> Both. We are one. <laughs> well, character voices, please. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that. Hey, I found the scimitar. I don't think I'm going to use it, but uh, that, that javelin looks pretty nice. I was eyeing it before you picked it up. Well, I see no reason why I can't trade it. Thank right. you for distributing the gold as a fit. Here you go. Yeah, that's How much gold no problem. He says as his eye twitches incredibly hard. <laughs> How much gold do I get? It was 110 silver and 54 gold, so 27 silver apiece and 13 gold apiece. Now, is anyone else going to do a perception check, or are we going to stand around here debating gold? Ah, fine. Perception check. Here we go. 12. So with a 12 in the chest that you were pulling the gold out of, you notice a small book in there. And as you open it up and read it, you see that, in fact, Skazik had plans to marshal some of the powers that are contained in this borrow and launch them into an attack on Wolfshold. So there's all these things about the darkness below and about a passageway that goes down into this area. Is well, this shared knowledge or just individual? Well, there's some gobbledygook about some darkness or something, but uh, the only thing I know is there's a passage that leads down there. You happy little monk man? Quite. All right, let's I go. I say we find it. So I lead them to the passage using the information from the book. Well, I do that. Where the passage is isn't in the book. What? It just says that there is a passage. All right. Well, I know there. I know there's you, a passage. You, you can't we find. Gotta... You can't find the hidden passages with a garbage perception roll. Come on. Yeah, right. I can see in the dark. So Throw should, me a freaking bone uh, here. Can I do a precision? Perception? Well, it's not exactly dark in the room, but go ahead and throw a perception. Otherwise, I was. Um, <laughs> well, it's four. <laughs> there's books on the walls. Me, <laughs> <laughs> Same thing I got. Uh, um, 16. 16. All right. So, the least perceptive motherfucker. <laughs> With a 16. He leans on a book and um, triggers his door. Yeah. <laughs> With a this six- one looks out of place. With a 16, you notice that there is a bookshelf that is uh, not quite flush with the wall. It's resting slightly crooked. And as you, <laughs> as you pull on it... Oh, you're uh, going to punch this one. It, it actually swings out to uh, reveal a passage that leads down into the depth. This is bothering my OCD. Whoa! Is there light in the passage? Hey, but you wouldn't have found it. If I didn't it was in a passage, you're welcome. No, the, uh, the passage is dark. Okay, I'm going to pull my glowing orb back out of my pack. I'm still wearing mine on my head. You still look like a dark. <laughs> <laughs> I pull mine out as well. The gland. Not Time to whip out your glowing <laughs> orbs. Oh, I'm going to whip my gland out. <laughs> also, uh, we had to go there, huh? What are you looking for? Just looking. He's looking for what monster he can throw at us in this hallway, So, honestly. as you go through this uh, this hallway... It's winding, it kind of winds around and down, almost like as a big circular passage as it's going down. So you've been walking in this for a couple hundred yards, you've gone down, it feels like probably 50 or 60 feet, and uh, I need all of you to roll a saving throw. What do you what, like? Which saving throw? A, uh, was it, athletics? Oh, yeah. Oh, you want us to roll athletics? I got 16. 
So, Athletics is not one of the saving throws? Yeah, it is. It's the fourth one down. Oh, no, no, it's in your skills. Oh, so we're not doing a saving throw, we're just doing an Athletics. Well, it's a... Athletics um, it, But not... What is it? The, um... When you're avoid when you're avoiding an attack. Acrobatics. Dex- Dexterity saving. Dexterity, thank you. Hell yeah, I got nineteen then. Twelve. Twelve. Five. Good. A trip on three rocks and get punched in the so, face by a goblin. Um you guys <laughs> both had twelve, correct? Yeah. Okay. Neither are gonna be the only ones that survive. He definitely the th- got through. The three of you, yeah, Doran dodges out of the way as from the side wall of this passage, the wall kind of just erupts and two shapes come flying out and hit the three of you for two points of damage each. I just cartwheel out of the way, all monks out. And as they sit there in the light of your two lamps... Heal me, cleric. You see, spells, you see that these are, in fact, giant centipedes. You guys want to go ahead and roll some quick initiative for me here? Twelve. One. Well, no, I have to, I guess I have That's to That's a seven. Three. Is it? Yeah. Holy crap. Where would you so be without Ross? Fifteen. Sixteen. Okay. So, um, as, uh, as these centipedes kind of spin around in the passageway and come back at you, we're going to have one of them take a shot. At Dracaris. 18? Yeah, that's gonna add. 18 is gonna add. Alright, so that is. 5 points of damage. Alright. And uh, next up is Doran. How far are they away? Or they are right in your face. They're under under 5 feet. So they're right up next to you, and this passage is probably only about 10 feet across. It's oh, fucking great. Okay, tight fuck I have fallen victim to this surprise attack. He gives him a good hug. The one nearest to me, I guess, I'm going to take my short sword and do an attack with that, plus a bonus on arm strike. Okay. Okay, short sword first. Eight. And that is not going to do it. And then uh, an 11. Uh, also not going to do it. And then I'm going to run 30 feet away from this guy. Okay. <laughs> Basically, he ends up back in the previous room. <laughs> no, you're Scooby-Doo. No, you're several. Uh, oh, Maggie. You're several hundred yards down this path, so you're not near the previous room. Oh, both hits, I'm not taking a hit yeah. for nothing. All right. What's so, your health at? Five. <laughs> Next up is Joshimi. I am going to pull out both of my short swords and come out. Oh, wait. No. I'm going to pull out a javelin and a short Wait, can I? No, I'll just pull out both short swords. I don't think I can do a wheel with a javelin. No. So first one. 17. Uh, that one's going to hit. All right. And then that is nine. Okay. Wait. Yeah. So that second one hit as well. I don't know. I haven't rolled yet. yet. Nineteen. That one also hits. All right. That's five. This centipede just kind of gets like head chopped clean off. Josh me for the wind today. Jeez. And oh. sort of, sort of seizes and kind of like curls up in on itself in a ball and just kind of thought it was up on the ground. Flat. <laughs> get rid of the freaking daggers and just go all out with You guys gold. are between me and my gold that's at the bottom out of my way. Next up is Dracaris. Uh, he pulls out both of his hand axes. Okay. And that's 16. That is going to hit. Five. Five points of damage? Five right. slashing. Okay. The second one's four. That one does not hit. But I think uh, what actually happens here... 
is Jokaris flips both of his axes around, so he's got the blunt ends, and swings the one axe into the creature's head, driving it into the second axe, and just crushes his head between the two axes, and then pulls them apart as bug juice drips off of them. And uh, that is where we're going to leave it. So how much experience did we get today? Today, okay. So you each get, from the centipede, you each get 25 XP apiece. Hogar gives you 50 XP apiece. It's 144. What can I say except for welcome? <laughs> I dig it. I think we all leveled up. And we still got, we still got a, the XP for killing... Uh, we need to get to 300 experience points, the, so we're halfway there. Witch Doctor and... And then from the Witch Doctor and Skazik, putting them together, each get 125 apiece. 269. 269. <laughs> we went from 69. We got 200 experience points today, boys. Hell yeah. Our second round. We went from 69 to 269. Hey, I killed a couple dudes so you could level up. Now I expect some payment in return. By which I mean approximately 27 silver pieces and 13 gold pieces a piece. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> you're, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I almost want to roll that intimidation check to scare you out of your own money. 